All right, welcome back to Donut Squad Radio, where you can join two best friends as they talk about um, Star Wars, Harry Potter, Marvel, Lord of the Rings, uh, anything else going on in nerd culture uh, or any other fandom we want to get into. Um, my name is Adrian, and I am joined here tonight with uh, my good pal, Colin. How's it going, Colin? Pretty good. How about you, Adrian? It's going well. It's been a great week. Honestly, yeah. we had a few yeah. few warm days. Really uh, brought up, you know, the the spirits. Yeah, I know. I feel like in Virginia, like this week, we basically experienced every, you know, every season. Every season <laughs> that you really have. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to be back. Can't wait for this this episode. We're gonna get into some really good things. Yeah, episode two. We got some good stuff planned. Um, last week we talked a lot about. Uh, everything going on in, uh, or not last week, last episode, yeah, last episode like, well, two, three weeks ago. Um, but we talked about everything going on with you know movies and TV shows coming out in 2022 that we're excited about. Uh, we really focused on a lot of superhero, Marvel, and DC <laughs> stuff. Um, so this week, we're going to be reviewing what is coming out as far as Star Wars goes, any series um, in 2022, and a few beyond this year. Uh, as well as doing a review of the book of Boba Fett, which concluded uh, within the last few weeks. Um, on top of that, we'll be just going over some some news in uh, in in the fandoms, mm-hmm. um, as well as um, you know my very good friend and your fiance Shan will be doing her segment as well. Um, First so, ever her debut segment. <laughs> yeah, it's her it's her day her podcast debut. So it's a <laughs> it's a big day here in the McGavin household. Um, but uh, first off, we thought it'd be fun to have a little intro segment of, you know, what are you watching? So, Colin, what are you watching these days? What are you into? What has your attention? What we've been watching. Um, you know what? I So, I'm sure a lot of people have also been tuning in to the Peacemaker show, mm. which had no right being as good as it was. Because, you know, if you had, if you had watched um, the... James Gunn Suicide Squad. He kind of looked at that character and it was like, you know, he's irredeemable. Mm. He was a great character up until he makes a certain decision in that movie that you're like, you're dead to me. Yeah. (laughs) Completely dead to me. And then you actually think he's dead too. But um, no, that that show, James Gunn and actually all of the directors who did, um, who did, any of the other, uh, I think I think James Gunn did four or five out of the eight episodes, but oh, wow. all of them, you know, none of them really uh, kind of get off of that. James Gunn put jokes into a shotgun, shoot them out, and just see which ones hit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's there there's definitely some um, uh, there's definitely some jokes that didn't really land for me, but you kind of there's there's so many good ones too. That you can forgive them. Yeah. Uh, it's it's it, sort of like Guardians of the Galaxy. You know, it's like any of those. So you say um, it's like Family Guy. Like, right. Sometimes they hit and sometimes they don't. And sometimes <laughs> they don't. And you're just like, what were they thinking keeping that in? But, oh my gosh, the the characters, it's incredible how they make you, you know, care about certain characters that you think you're, you're never going to care about. Um, John Cena is a national treasure. He's a gem. <laughs> Um, he, I think the minute he realized that he should be sort of a comedic actor, um, 
that little he one. just figured it out yeah. <laughs> he's just it's like the minute that Channing Tatum like everybody realized wait a minute he's super funny as being like comedic relief like 21 got yep. jump, jump straight yep and everything yeah. he's it they just nailed it and he he's hilarious the the supporting cast is hilarious and honestly they tell like they tell a story that you're actually like how are they going to get out of this like how you know how are they going without without spoiling anything you know it it basically becomes a world threatening <laughs> like situation that's good to know because some shows yeah like you you're invested in the character development and everything but the um the actual like stakes you're right. kind of like yeah they're gonna be fine yeah you're Wait, right that, like so right. that's good to know because i so i haven't watched peacemaker mm-hmm. um i have some free time this weekend and i know it just concluded so i'm i'm probably gonna end up spending a lot of time doing that at I'm some point this right weekend <laughs> By the time the the first time you and you've you've probably seen it on TikTok too, like people people using the uh, um, the opening song oh, for it. it, it is a jam. And I can tell you right now, there was not a single episode that I ever skipped the opening credits because I love wanted that. to listen to that song so bad. Yeah, and the the choreographed dance with it is hilarious too. Um, but yeah. Um, Peacemaker, great show. Um, I I recommend it for anyone, and, you know, obviously anyone who is of the age to watch it because it is it is a <laughs> TVMA yeah. like for sure. Um, but yeah, um, other than that, ever since that ended, um, I finally I finally got around to getting back into Clone Wars. Oh yeah, I know because I because <laughs> I have not finished it. And I'm finally in the final season, and oh my gosh, I. Uh, Which what are you? Where are you up to now? So I am um, currently Order sixty six, shattered. Yes, just okay. got. Um, you just finished that episode. Haven't finished the episode yet, but you just you stopped midway through I, that episode. The, you know the the only reason I did was because I'm starting to watch it actually on the treadmill because cardio is just impossible uh, for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I'll I'll toss that on and it makes it bearable for the 15 20 minutes I'm doing it. Oh, I'd be on the <laughs> treadmill just like why is that guy crying? <laughs> he really doesn't like cardio. Um, yeah, yeah, but it is. Oh my gosh, the animation. Is gorgeous. They you stepped can, it up. They stepped it up like crazy. Like you know, not and and that's not to say that the previous seasons that and what did they air on? They were on. So originally it was Cartoon Network. Cartoon Network. And then when it was a two D, correct? It it was mm-hmm. uh, the I believe his name Gendry Tartakovsky. Mm-hmm. That first series that was two D in the um, Samurai Jack style yeah. that was on cartoon network and then separate from that the first five seasons were released on cartoon network as well okay and then it was canceled netflix like bought it or something and they really? had season six which was the lot the lost missions was which wasn't really like the conclusion that we were all hoping for mm-hmm. with the clone wars mm-hmm. um it was it was some really great episodes which you recently yes. just saw yeah. Um, but it wasn't really like the conclusion, which season seven was. So those were exclusively on Netflix. And then, uh, with Disney plus, they had like the bring back the Clone Wars campaign and everything. Mm-hmm. And they ended up bringing back 
for one last season. I'm which so glad oh, they I'm did. so happy I'm they so did. I'm so glad they did. And and honest and and I and I texted you about this. I said. Now I understand why you love Ahsoka so much. Oh yeah, yeah. Like she is, she's a bad bitch, man. Like she, <laughs> her going against Maul, and like, oh, it, it is crazy to me. And and her, you know, speaking with the council after the last time she spoke with them, oh, she It was care. essentially them being like, hey. We goofed. Sorry about that. Come on back. And she was like, no. Like, uh, absolutely <laughs> like, not. Forget you guys. Yeah. Um, and then there are just these, there are just those little moments like in, um, oh, it must have been the episode before Shatter, Shattered, the uh, Phantom Apprentice. The Phantom Apprentice, yeah. Um, where uh, she's speaking with, she's speaking with uh, Mace, Mace Windu, Yoda, and um, Kit Fisto. No, 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 no. no. Um, uh, Adi Mundi. Okay. Um, over virtual, obviously. Um, yeah. FaceTime. <laughs> they're, they're in a Skype meeting. <laughs> they're working remotely yeah. these days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, could you turn on your uh, camera? Uh, <laughs> Master Yoda, can you, could you at least turn it on turn on your camera? Oh, yeah. Thank you. Give me one second. <laughs> <laughs> um, so she's speaking, she's speaking to them and... She has she has found out that Anakin is sort of the key to it all because Maul has had you know his dreams his visions oh, because, yeah. with his connections to you know the rule of two obviously and things like that and his yeah. connections to the dark side and seeing that growing in Anakin and she has that you know in the back of her mind but you're like you're like Ahsoka if if you say it. If you tell them now, maybe maybe the trilogy will change. <laughs> maybe know, next time I watch it, that, you, like maybe I'll go back and watch Revenge of the Sith. They'll be like, uh, not Revenge of the Sith. They didn't they, uh, do it. They didn't win. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. And like, I I uh, so when you texted me the other day mm-hmm. that you were watching it, I was like, mm, well, I I could just go watch it too. <laughs> so I watched the last four episodes uh, within over the last week. You mm-hmm. know, like if I was like making lunch or something. And, um, my goodness, so good. And I had the same thought because, uh, Rex goes up to Ahsoka and is like, you didn't tell them about what Maul said mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. Skywalker. And she's like, no, I didn't. And I was like, but you could have, but you could have, <laughs> you could have saved all those little younglings. <laughs> but she knows Anakin and like, right. And right. It's, oh, man. Yeah. They, they and... really add to the, like the tragic downfall oh, yeah. of Anakin. Oh, it, it just, I mean, when you watch this and you go back and, uh, watch Revenge of the Sith, and you'll see more in the next episode as well. Right. Um, but just things kind of like add layers to mm-hmm. the story. And it's cool because it, it's all happening at the same time. Yeah, exactly. And and you, and you they do a really good job of, in the animation, showing facial expressions when they don't, they don't tell. They show, which, yeah. is, which is really hard to do in some animation styles. Like when um, Ahsoka is talking with um, Obi Wan about you know is is General Skywalker coming over here? It's like um, no, but uh, he says he he says something about you know Count Dooku being killed, and then oh, yeah. he says he says Anakin killed him. Yeah, and there's this like look of confusion on Ahsoka's face about like. Like, yeah, yeah. Like she doesn't say anything about it, but she's like, 
taken aback. It's just like, wait a minute, like Anakin doesn't do that. It's like, what the fork? Like, yeah, 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 exactly. So they, yeah, they, they. I'm so surprised it took me this long to watch this. Um, and and the the other episodes so far, like leading up, like the introduction of the Bad Batch. Um, yeah, makes me fun. super excited to continue the Bad Batch. I've just been really bad with shows, honestly. Um, so I'll con- I'll definitely continue Bad Batch, um, especially because you know getting to our later segment, they'll be following up with season two. So hopefully yes. I'll get I'll I'll roll through that. I think um, you'll really enjoy it too. I I I liked everything that I watched the first three episodes. I I really did like. I honestly just fell off, but. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've been watching. Nice. Um, but how about you? How about yourself? Um, so like I mentioned, I went back and watched the last story arc of The Clone Wars this week. Um, had a great time watching it. Um, I watched the last episode uh, last night, and I, I want you to text me when you watch that last episode. It, it oh, ends really well. It's, I, I, it's beautiful. Yes. Um, and it's really sad, too. But... Um, on top of that, I since we saw Spider Man and spoiler alert uh, for Spider Man No Way Home, um, but when we see Charlie Cox, uh, Matt Murdock in yes. yeah. uh, No Way Home, I was like, okay, I'm gonna go back and watch all of the Netflix shows. So I've been watching all the Netflix shows in release order. So I went through Daredevil season one, Jessica Jones, um, Daredevil season two, and now I am on Luke Cage. Every season I've watched has its own little flavor and. You know, as soon as I go from, like, Daredevil to Jessica Jones, I'm like, oh, but I want more Daredevil. But then, like, I watch one episode of Jessica Jones, and I'm like, okay, never mind. I want more Jessica Jones. (laughs) And, like, so I just made the transition from Daredevil Season 2, which is looked at as the weaker of the three Hmm. Daredevil seasons. Okay. But I was sitting there, I was like, this is the weaker one? Because, like, and apparently the third one is better than the first two. Wow. So I'm very excited to see what they have in store there. Um, But... Yeah, this is, I I just never made it around to watching any of these. I wa- I watched Daredevil season one, um, and then I've watched Iron Fist season one of mm-hmm. all the mm-hmm. of all the shows. Of course, I watched right, Iron Fist, yeah. which was like the worst I, one. That's what I had heard. I yeah I, yeah. I don't I don't think I had ever even hopped into um, Iron Fist. I had watched the first season of I think the the other three yeah. of of Daredevil, Jessica Jones, and um, Luke Cage. But I I never even went into Iron Fist because. People came out and said, you know, out of all the shows, you know, it's not that great. Well, the funny thing is, like, I watched it, um, I think it came out, like, our senior year of college or something like that, mm-hmm. and I watched the whole season, and I made it through all of it, and, I mean, I remember it not being the best thing in the world, especially now that I have it to, I have the other Marvel Netflix shows to compare it to, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, it wasn't terrible. Yeah, yeah, like, you weren't, you made it through it. So, yeah, I mean, but Daredevil is... You know, setting that bar very high, and and I, I imagine Punisher is going to be really good because I love. They introduced the character of the Punisher in the, se- in the oh, second season. They? Okay, and oh, every every scene he's in, I'm just like more. I want more. <laughs> I mean, I um, they just had a season of this. Guy. Yeah, they have two seasons plus the Defenders. So Heck yeah, it'll be cool. Um, Speaking of Charlie Cox, really quick, did you uh, did you by any chance see his tweet that he was um, he was talking about? Um, he went. He went with his wife to see Spider-Man: No Way Home. No, oh, it was the saddest thing ever. Because he was like, he was like, yeah, like I, um, I, I bought, I bought tickets with my wife. Like we just went to go see the movie, 
And I was really hoping to kind of get like a reaction of when my character shows up on screen. <laughs> and he was like, and it was tumbleweeds. <laughs> it was crickets. And like somebody, somebody had quote tweeted and just said like, Charlie, if it means anything, my theater went crazy when you were on. And and uh, ours ours had a pretty good. Yeah, yeah we were, I, was, like, I was having a great yeah, time. People were hype when the minute you honestly saw his. Um, his cane. His cane. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, um, so Steven and I went and saw it again last weekend. No kidding. Yeah. Oh my gosh, good. We, uh, good. we went to a matinee, um, and we were like one of, like two of three people in there. And like, even at that moment, like, this was the first time Steven had seen it. So, mm-hmm. so, you know, I look over, I'm like, woo! <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta, you gotta add that little energy to like, you know, like, be, be that person. That's, we need more of those people in the world yeah. that are going to, because, you know some of the best some of the best like movie theater experiences are when you're all in it together. Oh my gosh! Like when like when we saw No Way Home for the first oh time. Oh my gosh! Or, um, Endgame. Endgame was oh, so great. I that, mean, it's still still we get, like all watch videos of like of Cap getting Mjolnir, Cap getting Mjolnir, and the the crowd's reaction, and it just portals. Like, it, it gives you, it gives you. Oh, I get chills. Goosebumps. I, yeah, I, I watched Endgame last weekend too. Man, I I don't I don't have a life these <laughs> days. I love it. You're like, oh, come to think of it, actually, <laughs> actually, you know, I watch this too. I yeah. <laughs> I like literally like make sure I don't have anything to do on a Saturday, so I can just like go to the gym for like the first half of the day. And then watch whatever. Dude, they like, are they are comfort food for the soul. I gotta have like, that decompression time. Too, exactly, you know? a little cave time. Exactly, and it, and it's so it's so amazing. Like what they do with with Star Wars, with with you know the Marvel movies and stuff like that. Even in the Lord of the Rings movies, like you for some reason you always get into it. We we talk about this all the time. The the either you know character that has a dramatic downfall or or total change of heart will always come up to that decision and for some reason we're always clinging on to hope and we're like maybe 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 they'll survive maybe. like <laughs> yeah. Bormer like and it wasn't his fault <sighs> right Sean right. Bean I love you so much yeah, you, yeah you, it's you, like, you didn't you didn't maybe they'll out. make it through this time maybe um, the ring won't control yeah <laughs> <laughs> like it's like it's like they're not like set in, set in stone, like you know, like films. But like every time so I watch, funny. I'm like, Anakin doesn't have to do this. No, he does. yeah. It's like, and like when he's about to like cut off Mace Windu's hand, I'm like, maybe he won't this time. Come on, what would uh, Kidster do? What, what do you? Where think, is Kidster? What would Kidster think about you killing a bunch of younglings? Yinglings? Probably would say it's totally wicked, Annie. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that's what I'm watching. I think, like I said, I'm going to try to get some Peacemaker in. And then I'm ashamed to say that I haven't seen Dune still. And uh, so with the Oscars coming up, my mom wanted to watch that. And my dad loves sci-fi. So um, the three of us are going to watch it this weekend. And I'm really excited to watch it. I like... It's one of those movies that I know I'm going to love. And Mm -hmm. I just didn't watch it when it came out. And I knew I had to sit down... And have a night of like total focus, and like it had to be the right time for me to watch it. And I just like kind of kept putting it, uh, kept putting it off. So I'm excited to watch that. Um, yeah, it is we, like the OG sci-fi. It, exactly. Yeah, I was just making sure that I was I was correct on this, but like it really is. You're gonna you you see some things, um, you know, in that movie 
you know, like holograms, uh, different training simulators and things like that. And it's just crazy to think that somebody wrote these things into existence in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Like for them for them to have such, you know, creative minds of what they think the future is going to look like to and some of the things we, we you know, have today. Yeah. And they were just like, uh, you know, no, this could uh, happen. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's incredible. It, it is crazy. And and like you said, it is sort of like the OG. Um, so you see a lot of you'll see a lot of Star Wars pulled some things from it. Oh, um, a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, George Lucas was, has been upfront about that. He's yeah. said, yeah. I saw it, like, some, um, like, soundbite or something, or, like, a, a quote from him saying, mm-hmm. like, yeah, my first uh, iteration of Star Wars was pretty much doomed. I had to change a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walked in. It was just like, Sir, go. this is Dune. <laughs> like, Sir, you rewrote Dune with the Skywalker name. <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of like houses and so I don't I don't know what I'm talking about doing yet so um, but I know there's a lot of similarities there so I'm excited to watch that yeah um, yeah I think you'll enjoy it I think you'll like it Timothy Chalamet is always always good too yeah I like him a lot mm-hmm. he's great in Don't Look Up still haven't watched it Just I need to though. buckle your seatbelts yeah. it's it's an emotional roller coaster. It hits way too close to home. Everything I've seen about it is like you'll watch it once like it's one of those movies that you just watch. I once. don't think I would watch. Maybe you'd watch don't, it. You don't think don't, you'd watch it again? I don't know. It was a great watch the first mm-hmm. time, but it kind of is one of those movies. Like I saw it, and now I'm done. I'm good. <laughs> and yeah. it was. I mean, it it's hard to watch because it's mm-hmm. it's very satirical, very funny. But then some of the things are just too accurate. Where it hits it way too close, like way too on the nose. I'm like, Oof. right. Like I don't like to live in this world anymore. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> like oh, I don't like anybody who's in charge <laughs> of anything. Because <laughs> um, it like you know it touches on like politics and you know the you know the top one percent and all that stuff and it's it's just very satirical i definitely need to watch it uh yeah i'll watch it soon um but anyways yeah so uh like we said we're gonna go over um everything that's coming out star wars wise Mm -hmm. this year um and we have a lot of good stuff and then at the end i think we can chat a little bit about our thoughts on the book of boba fett Mm -hmm. um but you know first off I guess let's pull up that list here and see what we have coming up for Star Wars. Um, I believe the first thing that we have is actually uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi show. um, And we actually have a release date now, which is May 25th, which is some people would consider the real Star Wars day. Um, You know, there's May the 4th as well as May 25th, which is the day uh, the original Star Wars came out in 1977. So, um, little callback there. That's pretty cool that yeah. they're doing that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm really excited for this show. Actually, I, that is such an understatement. I'm gonna I'm poop so my excited. pants. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I'm so excited for this show. Um, also super, um, super ballsy about them releasing it May 25th when um, uh, yeah, what comes Stranger out, right? Things right? Things part part one of season four is the 27th. Right after that, I mean, I guess they realize you know people are gonna. People, will watch both. people are gonna I, tune in. Yeah, I'm yeah. gonna it's watch not both. Like, it's not like I don't have to choose one or the other. No. Yeah, I it's, guess it's different than like you know box offices where people sometimes families will have you know this is our movie of the month or something like that. So and even I mean even us like we'll go to like I mean before COVID especially oh, we'd yeah. go to like 
movies a good amount of the time, but like going like more than once in a week, like it's like I went to the movies twice this week. Like yeah. that's a lot. And then post COVID, it's even more of a oh, thing, yeah. like more of a big deal. So, right. but I think with this, it, um, you know, Netflix has the they dump all the episodes at once, and you can binge all of them. Right. Whereas Disney Plus is this is going to be a weekly thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to release on that Wednesday. You can watch yeah. it Wednesday, Thursday, whatever, and then start binging uh, Stranger Things. Yeah, it'll be perfect. I'll watch the first episode of Obi Wan, and then by the time I'm done. Stranger Things, I'll be able to watch the second episode yeah, of the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. So I, um, no, I'm so excited for this. I, you know, there's been a lot of talk about it. I know we have confirmed that Hayden Christensen will be returning. Yes. And like, we love Hayden Christensen. We like, love, we love him. We, at, we really do. As much as like, he gets flack and he kind of stepped away from acting after mm. well, um, a few that, movies. He did Jumper and stuff like that, which, yeah. you know, wasn't received all that well. But Hey, I loved it just because he was in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> Still loved it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. no, but he's returning. I'm so excited to see that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get, I'm sure, a ton of other cameos. Oh, yeah. Um, if Boba is anything to, you know, base it off of, we're going to see a lot of people. And a lot of characters come back. Yeah. Well, one thing I'm really hoping it's a little different mm-hmm. than Boba is um, it it isn't cameo of the week. Yes. Yeah. Um, which I enjoy. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Mando season two and the Bad Batch were kind of like that as well, where you know they're bringing in a lot of characters from the animated series, right. which is really awesome. I have nothing against that. I'm not hitting mm-hmm. on it at all. Um, but I do hope Obi-Wan is a little bit more focused. Um, you know, there, there's been like, I could care less about who they bring in shows and, yeah, but there has been a lot of complaints about like how Boba Fett veers off and, you know, it's called Boba Fett, but he's not in, you know, (laughs) yeah, but yeah, uh, I no, I, I, I totally agree with you. I think, I think when a show does that, um, it, it keeps the audience kind of, uh, you know, waiting for that next person rather than, you know, becoming more acquainted with the characters that they do have, the regulars of yeah. the show. Um, so I would love it if they introduce a couple, a couple, a couple new characters, at least I would hope. Um, and we really get to flesh them out yeah. and get to know them learn kind of their story before they start dumping like oh here's so and so remember them um because then it just takes it takes all of the you know audience's gaze away from those core characters and then moves it to like you said the appearance of the week yeah i kind of just jump in jump in and it's uh nostalgia for nostalgia's sake um and and it, and it always it always kind of gets uh, kind of hairy when you bring in old beloved characters because some of them might not translate to the show that you're trying to put forward as well as you would think as yeah. well as you would hope them to. Um, so you almost have to write rewrite that character to match the show that they're in. Um, so yeah. some some of them are just better kind of left untouched um, and. You're right. That 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 is kind of 
the way Boa came out, it's kind of worrisome, and I'm just hoping that they don't stick with that for every show that they release for Star Wars. Yeah. Because it it's a galaxy, man. Like, there are other people than <laughs> the ones that we know in this. <laughs> totally. And I, I, I honestly see Obi-Wan being a lot more uh, focused on him and just, like, mm-hmm. having that kind of uh singular storyline going on mm-hmm. like maybe a, some other things going on as well um i see some flashbacks happening okay with hayden coming back yeah i, I could see them doing you know some clone war stuff um and they obviously have the technology to de-age and yeah but both you and and hayden are looking great so they don't really have to de-age them too much to take them back to 2005 so here's my question do we get um do we get Obi-Wan checking in on little toddler Luke on his moisture farm uh, with Mark Hamill's DH face on a toddler? <laughs> I hope not. I think I would have nightmares. <laughs> how, about, how about a non-DH Mark Hamill's face on a toddler? Let's just get a 10-year-old. That'd be even better. Because <laughs> yeah. it is 10 years after right. uh, Revenge of the Sith. Right. So they can just stick a... Stick a 10-year-old. Just get a kid in there. And yeah. Who... Yeah. You know, complains about you know. I was gonna go to the Tosh Station and get some power competitors. Um, All he talks about is shooting womp rats, yeah, and, and power converters. Um, no, I'm, but uh, I'm I'm curious to see where the show goes as far as like is is it all in Tatooine? Does it go somewhere else? Because honestly, I have to say, yes, we're getting into a lot of Boba Fett stuff here. Yeah, but after yeah. two episodes of Boba Fett, I was like, enough. Yeah, <laughs> and and the minute you you said that to me, it kind of clicked with me too. Where <sighs> I was like, I'm over it. Man. And they and and it would be they kind of dangle it in front of your face too. Because and we'll we'll get to this with with Boba, but they show um, you know when he's in his back to tank and everything like that, he has flashbacks to being on Camino, oh, which is a. Too. A very different planet than Tatooine. So I was like, give me a little bit of water planet here. I know. <laughs> like, I would love and that. And I love oh. this dry, dry sand dunes. Yeah. yeah. And, like, you know, if this is, like, a complaint if I had to pick a complaint. Because mm-hmm. overall, I love the show. Mm-hmm. But it, it is very, like, repetitive of, like, okay, we started this. We started in 1977 on Tatooine. Yeah. We come back, you know, in Return of the Jedi to Tatooine. You have Tatooine... In episodes one and two, not in three, right? Yeah, you don't go to Tatooine in episode mm-hmm. three, no. except at the very end. Um, and then you have Jakku, and it's just like, okay, looks just like Tatooine. <laughs> like, it might as well be that. Like, I don't want. Like, I'm being such a nitpicky fan right now, yeah. and like, um, anyone out there who does, you know, we we love everything. Yeah. But if I had to make a complaint, I think that's what my complaint would have been. Well, they just they they. They've shown that they can make really interesting worlds, and that yes, like crate, and that's a- incredible. Just yeah. just a very visually stunning, cool with the with the red salt grains oh, and stuff so like cool. that. Cool, I it loved it. Looks great. Like like they have shown that they can create these. And and why not? Yeah. When you have that freedom to be like, yeah, space travel and. It, Warp speed is a thing now. We can go anywhere. Yeah. Um, just have a team behind creating different planets. Yeah. You know, like, 
So yeah. I, I honestly don't see them being tied down to Tatooine, mm-hmm. even though Obi-Wan's whole goal here is to watch over Luke. Right. I, but I, I think one thing that Mandalorian has shown us is like, you know, the Mando wasn't always tied down by Grogu. Sometimes he would find Peli and be like, okay, just watch him. Yep. And then he'd go do something. Right. And it'd right. be like something that, you know, maybe we, when he was going to hunt down um, Fennec Shan and like with the other, you know, wannabe bounty hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Grogu just wouldn't have fit in in that, yeah. you know. It just like, I think it showed that they they are not afraid to like just give us reasons why it's okay if Obi-Wan leaves right. Tatooine for a little bit. So, well, also, also, I think I think they're going to kind of shed some light on why old Ben Kenobi got away with just changing his name to old Ben Kenobi. Mm. I think people are going to be after him, of course. Um, the Inquisitors, and, probably. Yep. And yeah, there's been a right. lot of talk about Inquis- about Inquisitors. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And seeing some live action Inquisitors, that's that's gonna be cool. So, do they think that a um, uh, do they think that the uh, BD one unit in Boba was kind of ooh? Maybe we get Cal Kestis. Well, I don't know if we'd get it. I don't the timing because this is before the originals, and right, Boba right. was at so right. Boba was. Same time as Mando, right. which is like five years after Return of the Jedi. Right. Yeah, so timing would be off. But yeah. I, I did like the BD unit in Boba. Yeah. That was great. Yeah. I, I, I want one I for loved myself. It. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so cute. But, um, so yeah, that, that would be good. I, I know there's a lot of rumors of a Obi-Wan and Darth Vader rematch. Whoa. Um, so I'm hoping we see that. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they're bold with this show. I want yes. this. I want this series because I think it's gonna. From everything I've seen, it's gonna be a more of a uh, mini series where it's like a single series uh, or single season, mm-hmm. um, and the whole story is told within that one season. And I'm really hoping they're bold, and this is something that is a staple part of uh, Star Wars because, like, I hope so too. Yeah, and the director. Um, the showrunner, uh, Deborah Chow, mm-hmm. she did a few episodes of Mandalorian, but she didn't do any of the second season because she's been working on this. Oh, okay. That time. Okay. So, do you know, do you know what episodes she did? She did. What was her name again? Sorry. Deborah Chow. I believe she did the third episode, um, where Mando steals Grogu back from their. Imperials. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. But, Ooh, that is is that the one where um they have the um it's called the sin, I believe. But um she did that one. I believe she did another one. Uh the second to last episode maybe. Um but I'm excited to see what she does. She's kind of shown that she can do some some great work in Star Wars mm-hmm. um and elsewhere. But should be a good show. I'm excited. Yes, she did the sin. And oh, maybe just maybe just the sin. Oh, okay. Well, she did a great job with that one. Yeah, yeah. No, that I yeah I do remember that one. That was that one. They had the um, stormtrooper helmets. Um, on on the, like the spears. Yeah, on the spears. That was really cool. I love how we see that again. Um, in Book of Boba Fett, we keep coming back to that. I know, yeah. We'll, we'll, like how much we're, we're talking gonna, about it. Yeah, we're <laughs> there. Um, 
But yeah, so I mean, I think cool. right right now that's that's easily my most anticipated Star Wars project coming oh, yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. I think that most of the fandom can say mm-hmm. the same. Um, I mean, oh, we want such a beloved character. Yeah, yeah, right. You you want you want him to do it, them to do him right for sure. And I and I think they do. They will. I they think so. I think they understand that. Um, and just the amount of care that they've kind of put into Luke's character, bringing mm-hmm. him back I agree. for episodes. I think they they know what they're doing. Yeah, and you and McGregor's coming back. And I've seen so many interviews with him where. In episode one, it was 1999, they were recording, like, you know, in 97, 98, mm-hmm. and he was so timid, and, like, he was, like, a young actor really trying to, like, prove himself and all this stuff, and yeah. he, in an interview, said, like, he wasn't really having fun with it. He was taking it so seriously, mm. and because he just really didn't want to mess it up. Yeah, yeah, like, it was his, like, big break. Or, yeah. yeah, and, like, you know, he had done, he had all these projects recently, and he was just, like, really making sure he didn't mess anything mm-hmm. up. And now, you know, he's a very, very established actor. Oh, yeah. um, I, I can't name someone who doesn't like Ewan McGregor. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and now he's like, now I'm just having fun with it. I'm back in my, my Jedi robes. And like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, he's just having so, like, it, it, you can just tell he's so happy to be back. Mm-hmm. And like when he announced it at, uh, I think it was D23 last year. Mm-hmm. Um, he was just so happy to be on stage and like, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, <laughs> it's so fun to see the love that he has yeah. for the character for Star Wars because right. you don't always get that. Um, but he absolutely is so happy to be back. So I, it's gonna I, be awesome to see him. And they're using the volume, the same uh, shooting technique instead of green screens um, that they use with the Mandalorian, where they're in like this, this pretty much like giant screen it's mm-hmm. a circular screen that they stand in and it really makes it seem like they are actually on the planet you oh know? cool so okay they're using that technology as well for this um so it, it'll, it should look cool it's too. gonna I look get, good you yeah, know, yeah i know yeah i know it's gonna look good but so next up um on the list we have what do you have on there this guy right here bad batch season bad batch two, season two. We, we so touched on that just to yeah, we don't Just have to touch bit. too much into it mm-hmm. because I know you haven't watched. Yeah, I haven't haven't finished it, but um, yeah, I, I mean, I will say, uh, I'm, I'm I I li- I like it a lot so far. I I like the characters, and I think even though they so far so far, I'm not in love with uh, Omega. Um, so I will say one of the first things I was going to mm-hmm. say was all the characters, when we see them in the Clone Wars season seven, I mm-hmm. really was kind of like, okay, they're kind of <laughs> annoying. <laughs> like, um, like I thought they were fine. Yeah. Um, you know, very much just like an A team. Right. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. which is a cool concept that I love seeing mm-hmm. in Star Wars. Um, I thought like Wrecker was obnoxious, but like, I was like, okay, that's fine. I didn't. I wasn't drawn to any of them. Hunter was right. cool. He's kind yeah. of like yeah, Hunter was cool. kind of Rambo. He, lo- he looks like, like Rambo, he doesn't yeah. like Sly in Star Wars. Like, that's right. very cool. Right. But um, they're fine. And then when the show actually started, I got so connected with all the characters, and mm. I love all of them. I Wrecker is my favorite now. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, it's just like they grow. All the characters grow, and I say all of that because Omega um, throughout the season definitely grew on me. And Did like, you? okay, you know, she's like. 
this little brat kid kind of, but like she's a sweet kid Omega. and Omega. <laughs> um, but she's cute and I I really liked her. Um, I I just have such fond memories of watching this last summer when right. she was coming out and you know it was just like summer twenty twenty one. Every I think it was coming out Wednesdays. Um, yeah, I believe they had switched to Wednesdays at mm. that point. And I just look forward to watching it so much. Even if it was just kind of like a Monster of the Week episode. It was, yeah. it was so fun to watch and like seeing like who they highlight that week. You know, if they're focusing on like Wrecker or um, yeah, and I feel like, Tech or whatever. I feel like that's all that show really needs to be. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't necessarily need to be anything that really pushes the Star Wars, you know, lore forward or anything yeah. like that. It it needs to be a side story where you enjoy the characters and have fun every week. I think that's what it needs to be. So I will, it's good that it I mean it sounds like it sounds like that's what it did for you. So um It did and I will say um this along with Obi Wan Kenobi are in probably my favorite uh kind of time of star wars between episodes Mm -hmm. three and four where it's like this time of chaos and you're seeing Mm -hmm. the empire you know go from the republic to the empire and you really see it in the bad batch and it's so cool yeah to see you slowly see them uh phase out clones and start using you know they go from uh the clone numbers to tks which is like the identification numbers they use for stormtroopers And they're like, and and you see like you know Republic commandos like training the TK. It's just, it's cool. so cool that is to cool. yeah. see how they transition. And you start seeing some of the Empire tech come in, um, and some of the Empire, you know, like starships that you're familiar with mm-hmm. or armor or whatever it is. Um, but it's very slow, and you see some of the how some of the clones are reacting because like they obviously have their inhibitor chip, which is why Order sixty six happened. Right. But they're all some of kind of like all right, why did we do all of this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> and they're like, you know, they have these really great ties with some of the other uh, planets they've been helping oh, throughout yeah. the Clone Wars. Right. And then they're told to, you know, do stuff against them. And they're like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know about this. Don't get like, this. Yeah. And it's, it is very interesting to see. So even if it's not, and I would say the Bad Batch season one, kind of, um, the story wasn't anything too drastic Mm -hmm. it didn't it wasn't you know nothing too crazy um at the end you're kind of like okay uh that didn't change too much right which i'm not that's not a complaint that's just a fact um or uh, my opinion i guess it's not a fact but um i'm hoping they bring it up a little bit but it it was a vessel to show this transition from republic to empire right the reactions of people and it's oh man it was cool yeah, that's that. That is cool. That that you know that they can use, um, like you said, use this show as sort of a way to show everyone how that change went. Because if you if you asked the majority of people, they'd be like, I don't know. I, I I thought that you know overnight the clones went bad, so now they are stormtroopers. Right. You know, like you know, yeah. I thought that was just how it how it happened. Um, so for them to actually explain how the empire kind of rose to what it was in, you know, a new hope that, that, that is a a part of star Wars history that I don't think a lot of people know. So it's cool that they're able to show that. It's cool. And, um, it's also interesting to see what they do with the Cayman Owens Mm -hmm. and 
Yeah, yeah. I was gonna, I was gonna ask, you know, like if they're switching over to TKs, you know, what? What does that mean? What does that mean for them? Because they don't want any, they don't want them to be building a clone army for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Empire Shady. Oh. Let me tell you. <laughs> I, you know, I, I don't know about these guys. <laughs> the Empire. I was on the fence yeah. after nine Not my movies younger. plus two side movies and yeah, all these series. But now this bad batch is pushing me over. <laughs> Um. So yeah, next we have the Andor series. Um, I, I, I. You know, I love Rogue One. Yeah, Rogue One. Yeah, that is. Yeah, that I is think you, Rogue One and the Mandalorian are the two best things. Um, I'll throw the last season of Clone Wars in there as well. Maybe. But the best things that Disney has done with mm-hmm. Star Wars, Rogue One. I've said this to you before. Mm-hmm. If George Lucas had made had made Rogue One mm-hmm. and it just had the George Lucas name on it, it would be considered at least a very close second really? best Star Wars wow. movie ever made. Hot take. I it is I think it is one of the best Star Wars it yeah. is one of the best Star Wars oh, movies. Yeah. Um you know, as like an actual, you know, film, like cinematically speaking, I think it's one of the best, but also just you know, shot for shot. It's a beautiful, wonderfully written, um I'm very connected to all the characters. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Can't, well, can't think, get enough. I think it speaks to the writing of that movie um, that you have such good things to say about it. And we don't see a lightsaber until... Until we really until see a lightsaber. Until we really <laughs> see what a lightsaber can do, which is one of the greatest scenes in Star Wars. And they didn't have to just, do that. They, they were didn't just like, have to. They didn't have to like, do it at all. And here you go. Like, yeah. They're like, oh, here's a really, here's one of the best movies yeah. we've ever made. Right. Oh, but here's this last scene. Just We know you guys like lightsabers, so here let's go. do this. Let's drop this in. And it's just, you know, Darth Vader showing what Darth Vader, yeah, what Darth Vader is capable of with today's effects. And the cool thing is that his style mm-hmm. was very much similar to how he fought in the original trilogy where yeah. he kind of has like alligator arms a little bit. Yeah. Like he's, he's kind of lumbers just, around when yeah. he cuts that guy in half. It's very much like a, yeah, it's like a wave. He's not as like uh limber and as uh like, you know, however you want to describe Anakin, like Anakin mm-hmm. like was like, flippy, flippy, flippy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. And, but then you see Darth Vader and he's obviously like, you know, half machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and he has a very like specific way of fighting. And a lot of it has to do with this the first movies being made in the 70s and 80s and it's just like wasn't as like stylistic right but right but they kept that but made it look so terrifying but, oh my gosh yeah and just everybody everybody left in that shuttle is just panicking it's because oh like, they know what's happening <laughs> they know what's gonna happen that's terrifying oh god yes yeah that is yeah um, but I am, yeah, I'm really excited to see yeah, the Andor I, the prequel to Rogue One following Cassian Andor um Diego Luna coming back as yep. Cassian Andor and um what's the actor's name who voiced K2SO um the pirate from uh Alan Tudyk Yeah <laughs> the pirate from, the pirate from uh the from Dodgeball from Dodgeball <laughs> the guy on our team dressed like a pirate <laughs> Um Steve the pirate Um but so they're both returning in their roles among other people um mm-hmm. Forrest Whitaker Yep, Forrest Whitaker, and uh, what's the guy's name who plays um, Bail Organa? Oh, oh, man. Um, 
I can't remember his name. But mm. we had Tony Gilroy coming back as the writer as well, who I believe was the writer for Rogue One. Um, so I'm excited to see where this goes. I don't have too many predictions. I imagine, you know, with Rogue One, we saw uh, Cassian talk about, like, all the bad things he's done for the Bell. And, it, and Rogue One shows, like, the dark side of the Rebellion the kind of the dirty work that oh, had yeah. to be done for them to get to where they're... It's war. You yeah. Know, you know, like, yeah, like, you know, nobody so, really comes out with their hands clean. It's not Luke Skywalker doing the right thing all the time. And, right. You know, being this, you know, optimistic mm-hmm. kid. So um, I'm excited to see that. I think we're going to get a lot of, the you know, those stories of, like, everything he had to do for the Rebellion. Right. Um, <clears throat> so that would be great. Um, I believe we're going to see... How he and K two met. Oh, cool. Okay. I don't think um, Alan Tudyk is in like all the episodes. Right. Yeah. I think I, I think I, it's like they they come together, kind of like in Solo, how we get to see how Han and Chewie the, come together. Right. Great movie, by the way. Love Solo. Great movie. <clears throat> um, so that'll be that'll be a good one. Do you have any anything you really want to see? No. Come out of that. <laughs> Not really. No. I mean, you you kind of said it said it the best you you brought up all the best points about it um i i do i do really enjoy rogue one i don't think i'm as high on it as you are Mm. but to be fair i don't think i've watched it nearly enough (laughs) to be as high on it um i've watched it too many times for sure (laughs) i just um it was for some reason it was that it it was that star wars movie that i i watched a couple times when it first came out um and then just never really came back to it I, yeah. and i don't know if it was i i didn't necessarily resonate with jin or i di- i didn't love um uh forest whitaker's um sagarera um it was cool it was cool rewatching clone wars though and seeing Team him Sa- as a younger guy um and it and it it does show that they they didn't just bring these characters out of nowhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were like, yeah, these guys know what war is. These guys are the re- the rebels. They are the rebels. Like they, yeah, they and want, saw so. in Clone Wars is kind of a maniac, right? And like yeah. he's in Bad Batch as well for a little bit, and mm-hmm. and in in Star Wars Rebels the animated series. Yeah, and yeah. It's cool. It's cool that they brought him from animation to live action. I believe he yeah. was the first one they did that with. Well, he, I mean, he's, he's hit the, the trio pretty much. He's gone animation, film, live action, and he was in the, uh, Jedi Fallen Order game as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like he's, he's been in There's it. There's saw and, and, yeah. <laughs> and all <laughs> yeah, these things like, are just taking place within this awesome, yeah, you know, timeline time between, line. you're right. Oh, I love it. It's, it's a great era of Star mm-hmm. Wars. Um, so next we're expecting the Mandalorian season three coming out late this year. We mm-hmm. don't have any very, you know, any confirmation on if that's going to happen or not. Um, but I, I would, I would be shocked if they don't do a fall or I'm hoping it's a fall release, fall release or fall release, or you give me a Christmas episode. Those are the two. Those are your two choices, Disney. <laughs> You either release it in fall, or, <laughs> or you give, give me, us you give me a Grogu wearing a Santa Claus hat. That's it. <laughs> Can you imagine? I <laughs> Those saw are your two options. They have these little Grogu's right now 
for Easter, and he's wearing a little Chris, uh, not Chris, uh, Easter sweater. <laughs> it's the cutest thing, and you know I'm gonna buy one. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, and and I got you one too. <laughs> you're just it over. Better yet, probably Lynn will probably come on with one. She's the one probably. who showed it to me, and probably. she, uh, um, that's great. She and Ryan always bring home great. Uh, great Grogu's. Whenever they, they see stuff, it's very kind of fun. So we have a lot of Grogu <laughs> yeah. stuff in the apartment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Mandalorian season three. Um, we kind of got a uh, we kind of got a two point two point two. It's like Lion, of, Lion of, King one yeah, and a half. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, I um, so I'll, not to dive into Book of Boba Fett too much. Uh, before we actually dive into it, but I'm glad we got Mando. Yeah, I, yeah, me too. I, I do wish they had kept. And this is a spoiler for Book of Boba Fett for anyone who hasn't watched it, but I do wish they had, um, had more time with Mando being apart from Grogu before mm-hmm. they reunite them. At least wait till like halfway through season three. I agree. I think yeah. because now, like, obviously we have real time where mm-hmm. we haven't seen Grogu we had right you know the Mandalorian and um late 2020 and then uh season two and late 2020 and then we went a whole year until mm-hmm. we had to until we got Book of Boba Fett and then we didn't get Grogu until you know midway through that yeah. you know that's a year and some change of no Grogu but then if you go back and watch you're gonna watch Mandalorian and then two episodes later he's back with Grogu so right. I, I just think it should have been a lot longer yeah, um, no, I I totally agree with you, and I I I think that starting out a season three without with with them being apart would really make the audience feel for you know Din and and Grogu. Yeah, you know, like he, 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 I'm I'm okay with them, you know, showing. What's going on with Grogu? What's going on with Din? You know, absolutely. Because um, I, th- I think that's, I think that's a great way to kind of show how different their paths are are going right now. Yeah, and so, and how much like if they showed a little bit more of Grogu like wanting to be with Mando, yeah, or vice versa. You know, mm-hmm. like Mando's obviously like sad about something, right? And it's yeah. like, oh, it's nothing. I just miss a miss a friend or something yeah, like that. You know? Yeah, like or or he's you know he's sitting in he's sitting in his. I mean, they if they didn't have him in this in this season and he didn't get that dope Naboo starship. Oh, uh, we'll get I, into yeah. That. Um, but <laughs> but it, it, let's just say you know he wasn't in this season of Boba Fett and they started out uh, Mando and you know he's sitting in his ship or something like that. And he sees something that he's constantly rem- everything reminds him of Grogu. Oh, you know what like I mean? The little ball. He, he sees the little the ball. Crest. Yeah, he sees the little ball. Maybe like the little um, Mando, uh, the Mandalorian mythosaur yep. skull yeah. necklace that. And Grogu it's just wore. a constant. Yeah, and and <sighs> heck, we could we you know we could get halfway through that season, and that feeling in the like. The audience would feel it too. So yeah. every single week that goes by that they're not reconnecting, we're like, when are they gonna do it? When are they gonna get right. back together? It's like, like you know, it's like you're they deserve watching each other. A, it's like, um, and I mean this in a not weird way, but it's like you're watching The Office, mm-hmm. and you know Jim and Pam should be together. Yep. And if you've never watched The Office before, and mm-hmm. that that tension is there, and this can be this can be in any show, mm-hmm. New Girl with Nick and Jess, whoever you're watching, um, it. 
just relating two different types of relationships, but like two things you're like, when is it going to happen? Yeah. We know it has to happen. Right. And like the that timing build is just up. off right now. Yeah. yeah like it's always that, that, yeah. that build up. And I, Grogu starts hanging out with a different Mandalorian yeah. and you know that Mandalorian's not right for him. <laughs> yeah. It's unbelievable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I, I think, but okay, we can say all these critiques right now. And then season three could come out and be like, we were wrong. Yeah, we're like, whatever. That, that's we're my back pers- together. That's my perspective <laughs> on everything. Like, I'm not going to judge anything until I've seen, like, all oh, of yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um, like, with the book of Boba Fett, like, I was like, a few episodes, and I was like, I'm not going to judge this series until mm-hmm. the whole season is over. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I like to try to stay optimistic with stuff in that way mm-hmm. so you know season three could come out and be like they were right they did everything yeah, right we, i was so i was an idiot i was so i don't work dumb for you guys. i'm not john favreau <laughs> yeah, exactly so we'll see about that but i'm excited um i'm i'm interested to see what happens i have a feeling it's going to be a lot of you know when Boba Boba Fett we saw um mando kind of get a new quest to go back to mandalore yes. and redeem himself as a mandalorian Honestly, I think all of that's a little overrated, and he's kind of drinking the Kool-Aid a little too much. Yeah. Um, but maybe he'll realize that. I wouldn't be surprised. I think the armor is going to be a little evil at the end of the day. Oh, really? Um, we'll see. But And then I, I think there's going to be Katie Sackhoff returning as Bo-Katan, and she's going to want that Darksaber. Yeah, that and, and I just... Hey, can't, can't, can't ask like that, Bo. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm uh, interested to see how that all goes down. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it's gonna be interesting because yeah, she you know she believes she is the rightful leader and the rightful owner of the dark saber, but she's also neither of them are above the tradition of yeah, you got to beat me in combat. At um, this point, though, I'm wondering who they're trying to prove this to because where all the Mandalorians are dead. dead. <laughs> it's like <laughs> I am legend on Mandalore yeah. right now. Without the zombies. You got one person just cheering them on. Just like, hey. Yeah, it's like Bo-Katan's little posse. And they're like, Kick we, his we, ass, Bo. Like, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And I don't know. I, Shit, there's a teacher coming. <laughs> <laughs> Scram. Uh, yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Um, I think there's going to be some like tension between the two of them. Which is going to be, that's a good conflict because it's two people who don't, they they like I have no qualms with you. It's like I have right. no qualms with you, right. but but I have to do I, this. I, I, I had I need that. Yeah. yeah, and she's right. like kind of like power hungry now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that'll be interesting. which is, which is also interesting too because of how close she got with Ahsoka. Like you would think that she would kind of be like, uh, "Hey, man, like this is this is not the way. <laughs> this is not the way." Yeah. What? So yeah, and. I think that's going to come into play where she brings up, you know, the children of the watch, the death watch, mm-hmm. how they turned into followers of, did they turn into followers of, uh, of mall of mall? Were they? Yeah. Anyway, she doesn't like the death watch either way. Yeah. And you know, um, pre Vizsla and hit, he, he mm-hmm. was in the clone wars and now his, yep. um, somebody in his family, Paz Vizsla, mm-hmm. who's the, the big heavy, Mandalorian oh, that we yeah. see uh, Mando fight in Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's going to be a lot of tension there. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, we have a bunch of other shows coming out. Um, Not 
2022. Not 2022. Um, just to run through them real quick. The Rangers of the New Republic TV series. That was probably canceled because of Gina Carano. Oh, true. Also being canceled. True, yeah. yeah. Um, I honestly... Not a big fan of Gina Carano, so I'm okay with her not being in Star Wars anymore. She I'm kinda, not a fan of her acting. <laughs> not a fan of her acting. I'm not a fan of her politics. Yeah. I'm not a fan of her. Right. Just a lot of things that she was um, doing. She. I'm yeah. okay with that character not being in Star Wars yeah, anymore. Yeah. Politics aside, I didn't. I didn't think she was a great actress. It's not like all. it's and not like we lost like Carl Weathers ex- from. Right. If we lost Carl Weathers from oh. Mandalorian. <sighs> Get Carl, you keep your nose clean. <laughs> Please. Creed. Um, and then the Ahsoka TV series. Um, that I think we should say to talk about a lot more once we have a little bit more details. Mm-hmm. But uh, we don't have it's in pre production right now. We don't have too many details other than it's going to be taking place at the same time as Book of Boba Fett and um, oh. Mando. They're all going to oh, be cool. kind okay. of in a kind of like a Netflix Marvel type nice. of deal where they're all interconnected and characters overlap uh which we've already seen with the first two shows um other than that we have the acolyte tv series we're not really sure what that's gonna have in it um i think it's gonna be older old republic era old republic okay um dealing with the sith that's gonna be amazing because that's uncharted territory right now um, a Lando TV a series. Lando TV series. That's gonna be. That's gonna be cool. I'm really excited about that. Um, with Donald Glover coming back as Lando, that's gonna be great. Um, and those are kind of the the big ones that are confirmed right now. Um, we've obviously seen a few things being canceled, um, but we have a few movies in pre production. Uh, one with Kevin Feige. One with Taika Waititi. Um, both of them I love. They've done great work in Marvel. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see where in Star Wars they're working and what happens. Um, and the, what was the movie? Uh, Rogue Squadron, the movie mm-hmm. Patty Jenkins was directing, got delayed or Patty, something like Patty that. Patty Jenkins was uh, Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah right. did a great job on the first one. Yes. Did a great job on the first one. Did a great job on the first one. <laughs> and then That's then, all I have to say about that. And then they, <laughs> and then they stopped making Wonder Woman movies. <laughs> That's the it old... was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's canceled. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is uh that is Star Wars in twenty twenty two. We have so much good stuff ahead of us. I'm so ex- I'm... like out of the uh billions of years that the earth has existed, we get to live in the time span at Star Wars right. is at its highlight like seriously, seriously. <laughs> we're lucky people i know and and there's just there's there's so much coming out that you know people are gonna hate people are people are gonna have their problems because they always they always will they but yeah you you cannot say that we're not getting enough <laughs> like, no and like they're constantly giving us more and more of what we want, what most of us want, you know, we at least want to see where these characters go. And I, you know, I, I realize that I am not smart enough and I cannot craft stories the way that most of these people can. So I can guarantee you anything that come that they come up with is a million times better than what I'm coming up with. Oh, yeah, so, and- so 
And I'm then, along for the ride. Man. I'm so along for the ride. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know me. I like to like things. I like to mm-hmm. pick out the things that I enjoy. Since we're kind of sitting here with a microphone in front of us, I will be maybe a little bit more critical over things just yeah. to, just to give the good and the bad. But overall, you give me something Star Wars related or something Marvel related, I will find what I like about it and I will rewatch it until yep. I die. Yep. <laughs> like, and like it's whatever it is. If it's The Last Jedi, The Rise of Skywalker, mm-hmm. two movies which like I felt like you know didn't didn't reach the highest bar, but I still watch them all the time yeah. and I find the things that I absolutely love about them. And that and that's that is that's such a good trait and that's what mo- more people should do, I believe. Because in the end, you can hate something as much as you want. That movie's not going to change for you. As much <laughs> as we think to, it might. As, yeah, when Anakin good. could go bad. Who knows? Maybe this time. I don't know. I might watch it tomorrow and see what happens. We're, we're kind of like, we're putting it out into the void right now. Like, putting it out into the universe. Manifest some good energy. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, unfortunately, we Star Wars is... <laughs> Known as the most toxic of the fandoms for right. good reason. Yeah, we're yeah. we're a hard uh, crowd to to please, um, but we have some amazing stuff ahead of us, and I'm excited uh, just oh, to yeah. see it all unfold and for us to review it as it comes out. Yeah. Um. So uh, moving on to our next segment, something we're gonna try to do every episode uh, is gonna be what's new in fandom news. Mm-hmm. You know, any big, uh, you know trailers that came out any you know any more information coming out on these series that we're really excited about um this week we have a few things uh centered around star wars and marvel um at the disney parks actually i didn't even mean to do this i just found two things that i thought would we'd be interested in and they both happen to be with uh disney parks shout out to jess for uh sending (laughs) uh, us the information on the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind mm-hmm. um, ride that's going to be opening up at Epcot this year. She's our inside reporter. Yeah, in she's our she is our uh, our go to Disney <laughs> Disney adult friend. We are all kind of like Disney adults, but Jess knows what she's talking about. Yeah, when we went to uh, so a little backstory, Colin and I and and three friends we went to Disney this uh, past November. And uh, Jess was the real MVP, making sure we got to go on all the rides, get all the um, get all those fast, not fast passes, lightning lanes, lightning lanes. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We, get, we got to, to go to Olga's Cantina and drink a few drinks. A few. <laughs> few <laughs> yeah. We were walking around Galaxy's Edge a little tilted mm-hmm. after that. It was great. It was great. Um, some fuzzy tauntauns. Um, but overall, shout out to Jess. Um, leading us into this uh, article about mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. I'm really excited about this, um, you know, this ride. Just because, well, from, from what... I had heard about it, and this, these were like early, early reports about it. Um, it was supposed to be similar to a um, Tower of Terror, where it's like a you're in, you're in your big box, mm-hmm. and then you go through a bunch of drops and stuff like that. And it's, it was supposed to simulate the um, the scene in the movie where they're escaping from. The jail and they're yeah. in that in that control box um surrounded by the drones that are steering them around 
Um, I am not sure where they've gone from there since then, but that's that's the last I remember about this ride. So, um, yeah, there was a lot of talk that it was going to be like that because that's what they did in Disneyland in California. Oh, okay, yeah. they turned Tower of Terror into a Guardians of the Galaxy ride. You know, they completely changed the look of the Hollywood Tower to look like it was on Xandor. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole ride is now drops, but it is exactly what you described. Oh, okay. The okay. jail, you know. Um, I, for one, you know how much I love Tower of Terror. That is probably my favorite OG ride. I'm so glad they're not doing that in, yeah, in right, Orlando. Right, right. Don't um, touch Tower of Terror. <laughs> like, leave it, leave it alone. Yeah, that yeah. is That is a wonderful ride. Um and they're and about they're about to come out with another movie, right? They are with Scarlet Jones. Yeah. Like they're yeah. they are so, doing all the you know Jungle Cruise, obviously yeah. Pirates way back. Yeah. Um, they're you know they have all the the movies coming out associated with the ride. So and Haunted Mansion, hey, we love Gotta Eddie Murphy. Keep that Eddie Murphy. So Eddie Murphy goes on that ride once a day. Yeah, <laughs> he just shows up and yeah. he'll, he'll join you. <laughs> yeah. uh, we love all these rides. Um, so um, I'm glad that they are keeping that one how it is in, in Orlando at least. And um, the, the really cool thing about this is it's going to be a, a roller coaster. I believe it's going to be Disney's first roller coaster that like starts off backwards. Because um, it's the the it's oh, called Cosmic Rewind. Rewind. Cool. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be very music based. Yeah. You know, it's going to have a lot of like Motown, you know, everything you see on uh, Awesome Jams mm-hmm. uh, or Awesome Mix. What is it? Awesome Mix or Awesome Jams? Awesome Whatever. Mix. Awesome, awesome Mix Volume 1 and 2. Um, maybe they'll throw in some volume three, three. once we get on, Zune. <laughs> you know, on that Zune. Yeah. Um, so we'll be seeing that. And the, the thing I think is really cool about this is um, they are turning. So it's going to be at Epcot where they have the world showcase. Yeah. And, you know, as we know, you can go to like each country, try mm-hmm. some food. It's, you know, stylistically looking like that country. Love Epcot. We had a great time there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and... Uh, but this is going to be the first other world of the showcase. So it's like you right. go to England, you go to France, you go to Xandar, Xandar. you go to Germany. And <laughs> I hit Xandar. That's, that's how they're doing it. And they're yeah. going to have like, you know, space food, like, you know, that, like whatever weird kind of things they can come up with. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to have this ride. Um, and honestly, I think this is, a, this is a great choice for them because, sorry, I'm totally dominating this conversation. But No, no, no. no. <laughs> um, I'll chime in when I have something. <laughs> but... Uh, I think it's cool because Epcot, as a kid, in my eyes, was always like, "Yeah, that's cool, that's adult land." And I was like, "Can we, can we go somewhere else?" Like, yeah. and now, you know, we're in our like mid to late twenties. Mm-hmm. I don't know where we're, we're you know, pretty but, late uh, now, pretty late. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, like, Epcot's really cool without the stuff that they're adding. I think yeah. Epcot would be really cool to go to. Without you know they've added all these really amazing rides, but now they have Frozen, they have Ratatouille, they right. have uh, Soren, they have they're adding this. Um, what else am I missing? Mission Space, space. Mission Space. Yeah, we didn't do that one. No. Um, and then inside the ball, what is it? The the like history. evolution of man, something like that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was that's a great really way to end the day. Cool. Yeah. That was amazing. It was um, really cool. So. But I think it's really smart that they're doing this because they're adding all these rides where both parents and kids alike are mm-hmm. gonna want to go to Epcot, and oh, there's yeah. so much to do for everyone. So um, I'm excited to see yeah. what happens with this. I do know. they have a do they have a 
expected open date for? I think they just said 2022. I would, oh, wow. Okay. I imagine it's going to be the fall because Remy came out. Uh, the Ratatouille ride came Remy's out um, right before we went there, actually, like in October. Hmm. Um, so, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That was relatively new. So I'd imagine they have like yeah, a year. Have a Wonders of... of Xandar Pavilion. Cool. That's cool. So when we go back, cool. you know, whenever the next in two or two years or so, yeah. we'll have to check out Xandar and see what kind of like drink around the world Heck is yeah. changing. You're drinking around, around the world around and the universe. And space. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so um, that's... if they get a life size Milano, I'll freak out. A life size what? Life size Milano. Yeah. I'll take all the pictures I can get. I would like that. Um, so the next thing we have, there's a lot of information released about uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, um, a big mm-hmm. attraction, kind of immersive experience, experience yeah. at uh, in, in Disney World um, connected to Galaxy's Edge. Um, what do you know about this so far? So... Um, I know that if I ever shelled out the money that they're asking for, I wouldn't sleep a wink. I would need to be God, up no. for that 48 hours. How do you no, how do you sleep? No chance I would sleep. Um, but it looks incredible. It almost it it from what I've I've understood about it is you pretty much go in, you're almost given a character. Yeah. Like like you are you become part of the whole experience. Yes. So that excites me mostly because the people who are going to be here, the people who are going to pay the money to be a part of this are going to be all in. Yeah. You're not going to have every, – every once in a while you might have that person who just has the money and was just like, yeah, I want to check out this Star Wars thing. I want to try this. But yeah. most of them I feel as though are going to be like – yeah, I'm going to do this once in my lifetime, and I'm going to live it up. I am going to yeah. be my character, whatever I am. But you can, you know, you can live as a smuggler. They've got a bunch of different areas. They've got, um, they have like an engineering spot where you can see like how the ship is, how the ship like moves, like things like that. Um, you can do like, you can do like daily tasks and things like that. Um, wow. I'm sure they have. They'll probably have some sort of app on your phone that you can go go around to the different spots. A lot like they had on uh, Batu, where you know you you go up and you can scan a droid, and oh. there will be like a little game along with it, and that's how you you know the the droid will start beeping at you or something like that. They'll have different checkpoints and different games you can do around. That's cool. It's going to be so cool. Just for yeah. anybody who who ever goes someday, I would love to try it. it looking again, look at it, it's it's a hefty fee, <laughs> which makes sense. But you know they've got lightsaber training going on, which you know we 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 already made it, so we gotta get trained on it. Yeah, Some, we did make someday. our lightsabers. We gotta I mean, know how to use those. Yeah, things. it's it's dangerous. Um. They're gonna have bridge training, so I guess like you know, controlling the ship, you'll be able to you know fire fire the turrets or something like that. You'll have a, I don't know, maybe like a, some Tie fighters will start attacking attacking the cruiser. Or you'll Ooh. have to defend it. I would imagine they do something like that. Um, then of course you you get to explore Batu 
you have to go out to um, Black Spire Outpost, um, and they'll. I fully believe that they're going to treat it um, treat it like you are actually landing on Batu. That's like what you, I read about. Yeah, you'll be you'll most likely be able to see them. You know, go into um, you know hyperspace and then come out. You'll see the planet. From from afar, and then you'll get to see them dock and stuff like that, and then a door will open and you'll be on the outpost. I, I think that's going to be so cool, kind of um, like at the end of a uh, Rise of the Resistance. Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Which we landed after that. Like, I don't want to spoil this for anybody yeah. who has been on that ride because it is actually like an amazing ride. It so is. if <laughs> you haven't been on it and you are going to go on it and yeah. you care, skip just like us. yeah, just don't <laughs> listen to me for the next like ten seconds. But like when we like had that random drop. Oh my God. And then we like came down the planet. I remember audibly being like, "It's like we were really in space." <laughs> and one of the cast members was like, "You were." And I was like, "You're right." <laughs> I, was, I was. I was on cloud nine. I was freaking out. But um, yeah. So apparently, when you leave the star cruiser and you go to Batu, you get a lightning uh, lane pass to go on Rise right. and um, Smuggler's Run. Nice. Yeah, and but at specific times because they play into the story. Of no your way. trip. Yeah. And you go to Batu with specific missions. So you have to go and like talk to, you know, a stormtrooper about this, or you go talk to like a resistance person about this, or go to, you know, Doc Ondars and talk to someone That's about this. And there's like so cool. Yeah. There's all these missions that you specifically get, but you can choose to do ones like and help out the first order or right, right. like you get to choose it's very like, and all of this is very much like like an RPG where you are yeah. making decisions, and that affects you know how your trip goes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm excited to see how that goes. I hope one day I can afford to do it. Um, but I guarantee you, I will if if I can, I will shell out the money for that. I, oh, yeah. I imagine it's going to get cheaper over time. Yeah, I think so too. So now we're we're looking at it now, and I guess they they. St- the first uh, the first voyage that they're calling it, the first time they're taking uh, guests, is actually in a week. March 1st is their first guest. Yeah, they so, so they had this week, um, one of our favorite TikTokers, Straw Hat Goofy, mm-hmm. was posting about it. And he and some other TikTokers got an exclusive like first look at it right. this past week. Oh, so lucky. And so he was posting about it. Like, he and his family got to go. Um right. And he had he said it was like nothing he's ever experienced before. I'm sure. And he doesn't like, BS around. Like he yeah, he would yeah. say like I don't even know if he's like that much of a Star Wars guy. Like mm-hmm. obviously he knows his stuff and yeah. he talks about it all the time. But he's not like just like gung ho, anything Star Wars is gonna be good to him. Right. He would tell us if it was bad, um, from what I know yeah. from his content. But he was saying it's one of the most incredible things he's ever seen. Um, absolutely worth it if you are a you know Star Wars person. Mm-hmm. He said if you're like a kind of a casual fan, like might be a little much, maybe, yeah. maybe a little like price wise as well as just like it is very immersive. Mm-hmm. But you know, for people who are very into Star Wars, totally worth it. Oh yeah, and amazing. So um, yeah, oh, it's just so cool. Yeah, and so I mean, like, but like you said, the price points right now are I think it says two guests. Uh, per guest, actually per night, twelve hundred dollars. Per guest, 
That's like how much our entire Disney trip was. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, um, and then you, I, I'm guessing the uh, whole voyage is what a weekend. What do you think? You get like a full, you know, it, it. The voyage is probably what you're talking about with the full experience, where yeah. they give you missions to do um, when you go on to Black Spire, um, and that's sitting at. Um, $4,800 per guest. Um, and yeah, it's, you, you obviously save some money if you go with more people, but, um, I want to know why it's so, like, I, I get it's like all inclusive. Yeah. But why? I don't know. I, I, I'm, I I'm really ex- don't know. I'm, I'm excited for next week for the first people to go through yeah. it and yeah. get like full reviews of like, I want to hear exactly why this is right, so much. Right, right, right. Yeah, um, yeah. Like, is the food, like, incredible? Uh, apparently, I did see Straw Hat was saying you get incredible food. Nice. So. Good. I, and I would hope so. I, you're, you're paying for it. So, you know. That's so, that's so much money. That's a know, lot of I money. Can't, I can't yeah. get over that. Yeah. But um, more to come on Galactic Star Cruise. Maybe um, not next episode because we have something planned for that, mm-hmm. which we'll get into at the end of this episode. But um, maybe the following we can, yeah. you know, get into it a little bit. Dig and, deep uh, into some reviews. Yeah, and, and try to find out why you're costing my life savings. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, the last thing we want to touch on, we haven't recorded an episode since the Super Bowl, and we had some really cool trailers drop during the Super Bowl. Um, I think the most notable ones, for us at least, were uh, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power. Something we haven't really talked about on the show is mm-hmm. our fandom, our love for Lord of the Rings. We grew up watching the movies. Um, I think we talked about it a little bit last week. My dad's a huge Lord of the Rings oh, yeah. fan, and he kind of just, you know, he and I would have days where we'd watch all three in one day and just, <laughs> you know, honestly, I need to do that soon and just rewatch all of them. Cause they're totally just my comfort movies. They're like, just, they the, are, if it's a rainy day, Got nothing to do. Just want to kind of cozy up on the couch. Like I'm throwing on one of them. Yeah, any of them. They're they are so comforting, but at the same time, like they're badass. They are amazing. Like they're wonderfully written. They are beautiful. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. the fact that a book adaptation turned out as well as it did with the Lord of the Rings. Like oh yeah. Like it's all the stars had to align for that to turn out as well. As it did, um, and and you know they didn't they didn't they didn't Peter Jackson didn't screw it up by um, by using a lot of CGI, and I think yeah. that's what's going to make those films so timeless. They had um, all those practical yes. all those practical effects still look great to this day. And still look great, and they're not like can't be no, practical effects right. at all. No. Where they're, they're co- terrifying something. Yeah. Like, like all the orcs. My god. Especially in Return of the King. Yeah. Like all the orcs that are on Pelennor Fields look scary. Mm-hmm. And like there's some CGI, there are some practical. Yeah. But like they as you said, hold up really well. So I'm excited to see Amazon doing this series. 
it's one of those things where I'm like, I'm really hoping by the end of this, I'm not saying you guys should have left it how it was. Yeah, like you didn't need to touch any of that. I, yeah, I know what you mean. Like we already have the Hobbit trilogy, mm-hmm. um, which maybe one day we'll do. We'll, we should watch and do a review on. It's fine. Uh, like I've watched all of them, obviously, yeah. but yeah. like re- do a rewatch and, and do a review on, on the show. But um, I don't know. I just I, I, I'm hoping Amazon knows what they're doing with this. Um, and it turns out, well, you know, they know, they, they know, I hope they know they're done. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, what I'm really hoping for is, um, we haven't, we haven't really gotten anything, um, for Lord of the Rings, you know, since the Hobbit. Right. Um, I mean, we've gotten video games, we've gotten Shadow of War, Sh- you know, Shadow of Mordor. Great stuff. Things like great stuff. Oh my gosh. Awesome stuff. And what I'm really looking forward to is, um, Finding out a little bit more about the lore behind all these characters. Yeah. You know, we've got like some familiar characters like Elrond is gonna be in this. He's yeah. a he's a he's a wee pup mm-hmm. in this. A wee blonde pup. Which That's saying was, something was interesting. Oh, sometimes so maybe he dyes his hair in the new ones. Yeah. I mean little... I mean in the in the originals. <laughs> yeah. So um, but yeah, it's it uh, it's more so a chance for me to get back into this world that right. I'm really looking forward to. That's that's really what I'm excited for. The the show could be great and, you know, awesome, but either way, I think just going back into Middle Earth, yeah, is going to feel like home to me. You oh, know, yeah. I'm I feel like I'm going to be cozy in it and then, you know, if I don't really like the show, who cares? I'll just watch. I'll just watch the Fellowship again. <laughs> That's exactly how I felt about uh, the Hobbit when yeah. the first one came out. Like sitting in the theater and hearing that, yeah. I was just like, "Ooh, that's that's really nice." And like, like that's so nostalgic. Get up and start. Sorry, you know, dancing a little bit. River dance, proud feet. But. You know, it was just so comforting, even though, like, I, I, for one, can put on all three Hobbit movies and really enjoy watching them. Oh, yeah. Um, especially the first two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I enjoy them. Obviously, they're nothing compared to no. The War of the Rings. But no. I really enjoy them. And a lot of that has to do with, like, the nostalgic factor and mm-hmm. that world that they've built. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tolkien built. Um, but... Uh, I don't know too much about what we're going to see here. I know we're going to—it's going to be in the Second Age. We're going right. to see the origins of the Rings of Power, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, kind of the, you know, the ground of Sauron's master plan of controlling the world. Right. I think I think one thing that they need to stay away from, at least it would it would it wouldn't be great to me, is. Um, It'd be interesting to see the downfall of all the different races that got rings, yeah. but in different ways. I don't want all of them to kind of just crumble over their obsession over their rings, right? because that's kind of boring. We, you know, we'll see the men do it, okay, then we'll see the elves do it, you know what I yeah. mean? I'd, I'd rather each, each race kind of are afflicted by their rings in different ways that end up resulting in the rise of Sauron. I, yeah. I think that would be cool. That would, that would make the show really interesting to me. And also the amount of lore that's behind all this, they could easily, easily make a game of Thrones style, you know, oh, definitely. this character you hate, 
but this character you love to hate, this character is backstabbing this person, oh, but, you know, this person's a family member of so-and-so. Right. It, it, they can they could do a lot with uh, with that. Um, and the, the cool part about it is that Tolkien, like, was nothing if he wasn't detail-oriented. Yeah. And, like, when he wrote The Lord of the Rings, he was like, well, I need to, I need to go back and, like, tell a story about this. And, like, a lot of the backstory is told, like, in the Silmarillion and, right. like, within, you know, other texts that just weren't published. So they have a lot of source material to base all of this oh, on. Yeah. You know, like, so we're not just relying on Amazon and their yeah. writers. <laughs> right. Thank goodness, you know, like, there's a lot of source material here to be used. So um, I'm very optimistic about this show. Mm-hmm. I hope um, they, I hope they, just a real quick note, I hope they kind of reach into um, Numenorians and kind of their history I think they are. I, are they? That's supposed okay. to be what I've read. One of the like focal points of the show. That's perfect yeah. because I feel like um, them being able to relate that back to Aragorn and being like, "Hey, you know, yes, he was a man, but you know, he's got some superhuman in him." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean. Like, it'll be cool to see. Find out more of that. Yes. Um, So um, another trailer that we got, uh, we don't. I think we got into this a lot last week. Yeah, yeah, dive too much. Uh, But we got a really cool trailer for Moon Knight. Yeah. Um, Again, one show that I'm really looking forward to. Awesome. Uh, The release date. What is it? Um, Uh, March March twenty. I thought it was the twentieth. Now it might have been moved back. I could just be totally off too. Um, but it is March, so, you know, it, yep. it's in the next month or so. Um, but, you know, we talked about it last week. We're really excited about Moon Knight. We're excited to see kind of a new, again, a new flavor of Marvel show. Each show has kind of had its own oh, little March spin. 30th. March 30th. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What am I thinking of March 9th? I don't know. Um, but that's going to be wonderful to see. Um, and then another trailer that really stuck ooh, out to ooh. us. Was Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of they Madness? They gave us a lot. <laughs> they gave us, they gave us so much more than I thought they would yeah. in a trailer. Where we got, um, well, what what stuck out to you the most? Um, that there's obviously you know going to be we're going to have a situation where it's multiple Stephen Stranges, yeah, um, meeting each other, Pro- Professor Xavier. Um, being one of the voices, Patrick Stewart, being one of the voices that says something, you see his chair and everything like that. So see multiple chairs too, right? Multiple so, variations of his chair, right? So, uh, is this how the <laughs> is this how the X Men enter into the MCU? I'm I, that is one of the biggest questions I have right now. Yeah, is is he there? And that's just kind of like. A glimpse that they are in another universe, right? Or yeah, another universe. Or like, is he just going to be part of like the Illuminati, and right. he's he is a part of a you know he's part of the X Men somewhere else, and they are introduced via you know the some theory is they're being introduced through the the animated show the series, right? Coming oh, back. that's right on and, on Disney Plus, right? X Men ninety seven ninety seven, yeah. And in in Multiverse of Madness, you'll see a universe that is animated. And like I don't know, there's all these theories around that, but in the trailer you do see an animated universe. 
so. I mean, I I wouldn't I would not put it past at this point. I'm not putting anything past that. Exactly. You you can't. You can't because because they really are at. Um, Marvel has gotten to the point where they can pull some wild stuff. Yeah. And people will just be like, totally. all right, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Neat. Um, so I, I would not put it past them. That would be, that would be such an interesting way to have, have characters that are already fleshed out for you and bring them in and not have to give them their whole origin story again. Yeah. Like if they were if they were those characters from that from X Men ninety seven, pretty much like it gives them the chance to be like, Oh, if you want to know more about this character, just watch our show. Oh, watch the show that's just conveniently watch. on Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, there you go. And we're uh, adding per more my to last it. email. Yeah. Yeah. They um and that would honestly be genius because if they were to dump a bunch of X Men in, they can't just do origin movies for all of them i don't think that, i i think like they do with spider-man yeah we just get him yeah right right, right <laughs> and, and then yeah. and then we get his own now we see a trilogy of his origin story but it's right. a completely different origin story than we ever saw right like uncle ben dying and him getting his powers was just that tip of the iceberg of his the start yeah but um yeah I, we'll, yeah we'll yeah see them what they, not having to totally explain to everyone be like yeah you know this guy shoots ice out of his hands. Yeah, what do you want? This guy's awesome. <laughs> What do you want? He was born this way. Yeah. <laughs> like, you just got ten movies on Wolverine. We're not doing it again. Right, like, right. Yeah. Um And we'll I and I wonder I wonder if that goes into, you know, like they actually start talking about the X gene and yeah. stuff like that. And and whether or not it could be it could become a whole crisis event where the X Men come over and the X gene in our universe you know, makes maybe people who don't have that gene ill and it becomes a pandemic. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, and, and then and then we start getting up in arms. We see all the problems of like controlling of multiverse yeah. travel and things and how we could basically, you know, condemn an entire universe by just letting a couple people in. Right. So and that's my, maybe that's why we've seen the Illuminati. Right, right. Anyone out there listening doesn't know. They're the what a big theory right now is the Illuminati, uh, who are you know Marvel's Illuminati are a group of I think five yeah. uh, heroes, typically comprised of Iron Man, Professor X, Doctor Strange, Namor, and uh, Reed Richards, Mister Fantastic. Yeah, Mister. Fan- oh, then there's six guys, isn't um Mordo Black? Uh, no, not Mordo. Um, the Inhumans. Oh, um, uh, Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Yep. Yeah. I, so I think it's six. Um, typically comprise the Illuminati who watch over the universe, uh, the multiverse, mm-hmm. um, and make sure everything's going accordingly. Yeah, so they, they really drop the ball <laughs> multiple <laughs> times. <laughs> um, but I mean, we say that now. But maybe but we also said that about the T- we also said that about the TVA. That's true. And they're like, well, we let Thanos happen because that was supposed to happen. Yeah. And whatever, yeah, we'll find True. out what that means. But yeah, right, so we get right now where we've heard Patrick Stewart. We've seen multiple variations of his chair. One mm-hmm. of them being his classic chair from the live action movies, and one of them being his hover chair, which premiered in the '90s series, which nice. they are continuing. And there's all these cool. theories about. 
Yeah. Um, and then we see a screenshot of you know all the chairs, but they're all silhouettes mm-hmm. uh, in the trailer. And you know, if you zoom in, there's one that looks like it could be Reed Richards. Yeah, skinny there, arm. Yeah, and there's, there's like a little a... white patch where the four could be on uh, his suit. Yeah, right. um, there's one that looks a lot like Captain Carter. Um, there's one that Mordo. It's very clear that like his like sword or whatever his weapon is that's on his back yeah. is there. What do they um, call them? They call them like the relics or something like that. Yeah, that the yeah. sorcerers can use. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then what else is there? There's a there's a few other. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen anything about Namor. I don't think. No, and and to introduce him would I feel like would just be super bizarre. I think we're getting him in. What are we getting him in? Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're not going to Was he him. Was he teased in something? I thought so. Um, but I might be... Wakanda forever? Yes. Mm, that's that is it. it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we have all that going on. On top of that, we see some kind of... At first, it kind of looks like a human torch, but it's not. But it's like some... A lot of people say oh, it's... Yeah. Um, what's her name from uh, Captain Marvel? And then her daughter is in WandaVision. Yes. Um... um yeah, she was the sword agent in yeah. WandaVision. So uh, some people are saying it's her. I'm blanking on her name right now. Mm-hmm. Someone, one of our many uh, listeners will drop it. Yeah, drop it in the comments. <laughs> um, some people are saying it's her. Some people are saying it is Superior Iron Man, which is a huge Monica Rambo. Rambo. There she is. Um, or her mom. Totally forgetting her first name. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, we're also getting a lot of theories that Superior Iron Man is going to be in this a variant of Iron Man so played God. by Tom Cruise, who originally, uh, who originally went for Iron Man, but mm-hmm. didn't want the part after he knew how much time would have the helmet on. Right. And now Superior Iron Man, um, that version of Iron Man, that variant does not wear a helmet. Yeah. So a lot of people are saying we're going to see Tom Cruise as Iron Man in this movie. Um, I wouldn't hate it. Uh, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't be huge on it. I, yeah, Tom, thing, Tom Cruise just gives me the creep sometimes. I don't. I don't I'm not a big Tom Cruise guy. Yeah. I think my main point is if we get an Iron Man, I don't want it to be Robert Downey Jr. because I agree. I want that to be closed off. Yes, it was. He exactly. He was everything. I should never see him again unless it is a recording or something like an Ironheart or yeah. something like that. But um, he he was perfect. Yep, I can't get over exactly. how well they concluded his story because the, because the minute the minute they draw attention to the fact that um, another Tony Stark, another Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark is alive in a bunch of other multiverses, it takes away. Yeah, you know like, the fact that he sacrificed himself in this one multiverse, so in this one universe. So that's why I think I'm okay with yeah. Not necessarily Tom Cruise, but anyone else. Yeah, probably. yeah, anyone else. Yeah, it, that, that'd be fine. And and one thing to note, you know, about Superior Iron Man is he's a bad guy. Like he is not. He's not the Iron Man that we're all expecting. Who's like, you know, like come in with some quips. You know, he might be, you know, a d bag every once in a while, but he's a good guy. Yeah, Superior Iron Man is a bad guy. Like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like he in the comics, um, he ends up creating um, 
some sort of app that he uses as it's it's, it's almost like a genetically modifying app Gen- it, like it modifies people's biological looks um and it gives them it it, it makes them feel um at their like peak performance it makes them look like a you know supermodel it 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 it, cre- it makes them be the best them they could ever be mm. and he gives everyone a like a two day trial of it and every or a week trial of it or something like that and gets everybody used to living as their perfect self and then basically says okay 100 dollars a day oh my gosh for everyone for everyone so he monetizes it and Basically shows everyone what they could be, and then says, "Oh well, you're gonna have to pay me if you wanna, if you wanna continue." That's evil, that. yeah. So he's a he's a bad guy. He, yeah, he's not a we not don't a like good him, dude. Well, we'll see how that pans out. What we could talk about this trailer for a long time. Um, I mean, we haven't talked about like America Chavez mm-hmm. or uh, like what Mordo is gonna be doing. Oh yeah, or yeah. the. Doctor Strange variant, yeah. yeah. Different Stranges. A lot of stuff that we're seeing from uh, the What If show popping up. Also, the new poster that they dropped has a bunch of Easter eggs. Oh, really? Because there's, um, it's you know them kind of like bursting through some shattered glass, and in the glass you can see a bunch of reflections, um, and like one of them is very clearly Captain Carter's shield. Um, oh. There's um, what some people are seeing Deadpool. Some people are saying a lot of X-Men stuff. No um, kidding. So there's you know a lot to unpack there. Um, so anyone out there listening, be sure to go check out that poster and you know zoom in on you know the shattered glass and all the different things that you can find. But uh, it's really exciting, and mm-hmm. I think they are on this path of just every movie they give us is really stepping it up each time. <laughs> Seriously, I mean they kind of have to now, like. But um, so that concludes uh, news in the fandom. You know, there's obviously a bunch of other stuff that we haven't covered uh, within the fandoms. um, But uh, those are some of the highlights that we want to go over. uh, You know, specifically with the Disney parks and and fun stuff going on there, as well as uh, the biggest trailers from the Super Bowl. Um, And next up, uh, a segment that I am very excited to have. Um, This is Shan's segment. Uh, so Colin's fiance Shannon will be joining us um, once an episode uh, to go over a topic which she chooses um, each episode, um, and you know we're at we're at Shan's mercy here. Yeah. Uh, really, we we don't know what she's gonna bring up each week. Um, can't control her. We can, no one can control her. No one can control her. Um, Shannon, come come in here. Say say hello to the the mic. Ooh, I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> How's oh, it going? oh! I get to wear the the little headset. The headset okay. Too. Yeah. Yeah. How's it going, everyone? Episode it's going two. Great. Episode two. Yeah, we're loving yeah. it. To give a little context, I've been uh, at the couch across the room for both episodes. Live, wow. listening live. Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm pretty blessed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we have a live audience here. It's it's great. Yep. It's me and and uh, Radio is Marley in front of a live audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the live audience is me, uh, our dog Honey, and our. Uh, Chocolate manatee Marley. Yeah, my dog Marley. He's yeah. a chocolate manatee, though. Um, yeah, but I'm happy to uh, happy to be on the show. 
Hopefully, what you got for us today, Shane? Yeah, let's talk bread, guys. Oh, let's talk <laughs> bread. bread. Oh, he's talking bread. All right, cool. We're not talking about money. <laughs> no, I'm talking about like dough. Them cars, though. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, here's what I'm thinking. I want to just kind of say my top three uh, types of bread, and then I want to see what you guys think. Okay, okay. I'm so impressed. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So uh, okay. do you guys want to? <laughs> do, <you want laughs> do you guys want me to do like? Like least to, to best. This is your segment. yeah. Worst to best, I mean, honestly, or... whatever you think is best. Yeah. But I think like building the, the anticipation. Yeah, build okay. I think yeah, everyone yeah, out there is really yeah, really waiting to hear what number one is. I I don't even, we don't know. Colin and I don't know what they're number gripping one is. their pumpernickels right now, and they're like, please, <laughs> please pumpernickel. I crossing their fingers, <laughs> holding their pumpernickel. Yeah, def- I I can definitely start at number three, and again. um... There's like a lot of bread out there, but this is just these are my favorite three. <laughs> you sound I'm exhausted. There's <laughs> just a lot of bread out there. I I'm gonna say that at number three, I just have some some plain, just white bread. Like it's like Wonder Bread, like just Wonder Bread white bread, any kind. I'm not. I don't hate that, that yeah. pick because it's so versatile. The only the the well not only the main reason why mm-hmm. it made it to number three. Is uh, peanut butter and jelly? That's a great choice. Yeah, I mean that's a yeah. good. Yeah, I like. I mean any sandwich really, but having a PB and J on like just soft, just like white just, bread. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so I guess my my one quarrel with white bread, mm. and I always have it. You take a big enough bite, that thing is stuck to the roof of your mouth for it's plastered there. I can't. I kind of like it. I, it like adds I don't, a little I gotta bit get of a paint a... chipper and like, I don't mind that logic it from it. the top of my the roof of my mouth. As long as I'm not talking to someone, awesome. <laughs> as long as I'm alone when I eat this, <laughs> right. it's great. No, I I think that that that's all I really need to say about white bread. So. <laughs> and uh, number two, all you said was that it was white bread. <laughs> Adrian said the versatile thing. No, no, no. I said peanut butter and jelly. Peanut butter oh, and okay. jelly. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This is Shannon's segment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not Adrian's segment. <laughs> I would say at number two. two okay. Uh, croissants. I don't love this that. Is gonna, this is going to cause either. some it's controversy. Pea? Isn't that a pastry? It, um, it's bread. Yeah. Bread. It's bread. Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. 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 No. A croissant because it's like for those who don't want number one, I won't say what number one is, but if you don't want <laughs> number one, you'll want you'll a croissant, you know? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you'll want a croissant. <laughs> it's, it's the nice, the flakiness. You can, like, make a sandwich out of it, a savory sandwich. You can mm-hmm. also put, like, jam. You toast it. You can have a chocolate you croissant. Can liter- yeah, you can, yeah, and you can eat it plain. You like, totally can. All you plain Janes out there, like me, just yeah. a plain croissant. Put it in the air fryer for like three minutes, and Look, you're good. What's the What's the uh, shelf life of a croissant? You can freeze them. Yeah. Also, I don't can mind you? a stale croissant. Yeah. If I have a little, like, they're already so fluffy. A stale croissant is just like regular bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. I guess that's true. Yeah. They dense up just a little bit. You can but... freeze them though, because if you get the packet, like Costco. My mm-hmm. mom gets the yeah. uh, she she'll get the ones from the Swiss bakery. Oh yum! Mm-hmm. And uh, they have chocolate ones and yeah. um, ham and cheese ones. See <laughs> ham and cheese that I think a ham and cheese yeah. croissant is uh, something I can definitely get on board with. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah that you can you can fantastic. do a lot of things with it for sure. Um, 
I just I have some before we get to number one. I know we're all waiting for that, but I have yeah. some honorable, honorable mentions. mentions. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> so this is, dude. I well thought yeah. out. Today. Yeah, honestly, I'll go. I'll we're go. Now a bread podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I I'll go with the worst honorable mention, and that would be just like English muffins. Or just muffins in general. They're good. You you would eat one. Wait, hang on, <laughs> hang on, hang on. You're I know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say. English muffin with just muffins. Muffins, in very Because different. they're Those both muffins, chew. though. Like they cake. have the same. No, they have the same word, and therefore, I no, can use them to. It's no. my segment. Yeah, but you don't get to change the rules of bread yeah, because you're yeah, saying you English muffins and muffins are both a type of muffin. So I'm allowed to, to say muffins. Yeah, I don't know. Mm, I like, don't know if that's true. Well, that's why they're an honorable mention. So everyone can just... Everyone, all of you guys out there who agree with me, leave a comment. If you don't, what keep are your, your mouth shut. <laughs> My credentials. I'm beginning to think you're not a, <laughs> you're not a, a bread, bread PhD after I, 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 What are I your would... credentials? <laughs> well, I guess we don't have to talk about muffins anymore. But I will say yes. this, and I don't know if this is because, as Adrian had mentioned, we were in Disney... So I've oh. just I've got soft pretzels on Yo, the brain. Let's Mickey go. pretzel. Mickey, Mickey pretzel. If you know, you know. If you don't, you still probably know. But get hip though. Oh my gosh. They are next level. This was a big thing. This was yeah. one of my favorite parts of Disney. There was a to give some context, there was a moment in Epcot where Adrian and I were far away from each other. And I was in line waiting for the German uh, soft pretzel. You had just gone in line. And I had just gone. <laughs> I just, you had to come back from the bathroom, I think. And we made eye contact I was while mid, you were. I was mid-conversation. And I make <laughs> eye contact with Shannon. And, and I'm I don't like, even they... know what was being said. And I just say, I have to go. Yeah, I see <laughs> his mouth move. In, and he says, I have to go. And he just turns away from the person he's talking to and just walks directly to this pretzel cart. And that's where we were for the next 20 minutes in line waiting for a pretzel. Got a beer and a pretzel, and it was yeah. one of the best moments of my life. And we, you know, at the other parks, we had... And we had Mickey pretzels, yeah. yeah. I had I definitely like four forget, or five pretzels that week. I definitely forget yeah. that, you know, pretzels are bread Yeah, all the time. Oh, they're bread all right. Yeah. Uh, like pretzel buns, you know? We get oh, a yeah. nice sandwich oh, yeah. on there. Give me anything love, with a pretzel yeah. Again, Swiss Bakery. All over it. Yeah. Can't go wrong with Swiss Bakery. Mm-mm. That's why That's why they had to be honorable mentions. They're mm-hmm. good, but not quite good enough to make my top three. And Dang, I'm surprised Pretzel didn't make it. Yeah, I know. I feel surprised. like I get too much backlash if I put that you up You probably there. would because uh, probably, heard, from, probably people, from me, honestly. Well, people are listening yeah. for this segment, mm-hmm. and yeah, you probably would have gotten a lot I of, know. Uh, yeah. I can't risk it on Everyone the first one. comment their favorite bread. Um, <laughs> yeah. Please do, actually. Yeah. yeah there's a lot I'd out there. I did my research before this. Um, which leads me to number one, and I think you both will agree with me, but bagels are the number one bread choice. Bagels are great. Bagels are fantastic. I I think... you can, There's not one thing that you can think of that would not do well on a bagel. No, I think I, think you, I, think I agree with that. Yeah. I, because that is a doorway into a, a world of possibilities. Yeah. Right. Different types of bagels, different, different types of cream cheeses. Yeah. I don't want to take your segment away from no, me, but I'm just getting so excited about yeah. bagels. Yeah. rolls, though. No. Oh, dude. I don't know. Like, She's got me there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't, uh, that's, no. Yeah. <laughs> we, that's another, we'll talk about that maybe later sometime. But I would say, I would say bagels take, take the cake. Bagels are very good. Like a, take the a bread. good bag, there's not much that's beating a like a good bagel. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. 
So even a bad bagel, it's yeah. like pizza. It really, yeah. If I have true. a bad one, I'm still gonna really I'm, like it. I'm still eating yeah. that pizza. <laughs> like, like I'll have like the cheapest pizza from Giant. Like again, I will go get to, like the worst bagel. Mm-hmm. Like Einstein's bagels aren't bad bagels, no. but they're like very bready. Mm-hmm. And like I'll still really like it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so I figured we could wrap the segment is we go around and we all say our our uh, order, the order we would pick for a bagel. And I'll go first because it's my segment. I would choose an everything bagel toasted with veggie cream cheese. That's a that's a good choice. Yeah. That's a good, solid go-to. Colin, what, oh, do, you, what, do, you, what do you vibing with? A lot of people are going to get on me about this, but I got to tell you right now, I'm a. Anybody knows me knows that I have a crazy sweet tooth. Yeah, you super do. sweet tooth. This is gonna be disgusting. Whatever you're gonna. I'm say. going with a nice French toast bagel. Oh. French toast bagel with just. You know what? Give me that. Give me that cinnamon almond, uh, schmear. Don't that, call it that. That they have. Don't call it that. I feel like I have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. That was good. That was good. Uh, <laughs> we hate Colin. <laughs> he, he says with tears in his eyes. <laughs> um, uh, so, I mean, it's hard to stray away from a classic bacon, egg, and cheese on an everything bagel. Um, so I'm going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair but enough. But usually I have to – You so, like, you've sold yourself on it. <laughs> you're like, wow, that sounds so good. Like I could eat one right I now. I no, order that. <laughs> but the uh, I think I have a little caveat to that, or a little like little loophole, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. usually if I go get bagels, um, it's usually like I'm all in. I'm like in it, like it's everything or nothing. And mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest. I think the the only times I've gotten bagels in the last like five years um, is either Christmas morning with my family or I'm very hungover. Yeah, and so I'll get like way too many bagels because I don't have any logic in my brain at that point. And I'll get a bacon, egg, and cheese on everything, mm-hmm. but then like a jalapeno with plain cream cheese. Oh. But to be, to, to be fair to you, <laughs> to be fair to you, they make you feel like an absolute idiot if you don't get like a dozen bagels. They're yeah, like, they're, like, they're like, oh, just one. Oh, you're, oh, they're you're just sure like, for okay, one bagel. you can buy, um, here, uh, oh, two bagels that'll be, you know, like, Four ninety nine, and then or somebody you can get a next dozen to you, for $5. Get, yeah, yeah. Somebody next to you will get a bagel and be like, "Oh, five fifty. Yeah. You're like, it's "I'm like, getting what the heck, getting eleven extra bagels for <laughs> fifty cents." Yeah, yeah, and it's it's good because you like you had said, you know, if you're getting a bagel, chances are like you're going all out. You know, you don't mm-hmm. just casually get a bagel. Unless no. though, my the if you live near a Wawa, mm. then you are. Then you're just like, "Oh, I could really go for." Wawa. Yeah. Yeah. I think it depends, but I would say for the most part, they can be correlated with being very hungover and just needing. It's a good, that's a good, uh, yeah. um, You get a lot, like a bacon, egg, and cheese, you get like the carbs, you get uh, the protein in there. Uh, It's a comfort food, you know. We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. But guys, breads. Breads. Hey. Let's all uh, give a yeah. thanks to Shannon yeah. for coming on the show Shannon, today. Thanks, thanks so for much. having me. Give for us. injecting some life into this. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Like, well, we, we did say we were going to venture into any fandom that we see fit, oh, yeah. and that today was bread. Bread yeah. fan. I think we I think we'd really <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> all right. Um, thanks, everyone. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks, Shannon.
So to conclude um, today's show, uh, we want to just give a little sneak peek of what we're going to be doing. Uh, actually, next what is it? Next weekend. Next weekend. Um, about a week from today. Yeah. So um, on March first, we are going to go see. Is it the first or the second? It's the second. No, it's the third. I thought it was the third. It's a Wednesday. We're going on the Wednesday. <gasps> second. Yeah. So on uh, March second, we are going to see the Batman. Uh, with uh, Robert Pattinson just going to destroy that role. I'm so excited to see him as... Yeah, he's going to kill it. I'm so excited to see him as Batman. Um, We got tickets to go see on this coming Wednesday, so um, tune in next weekend. We will be recording our initial reaction that night just Mm -hmm. on my phone. Um, So our show is going to open up with that like you know, gut reaction. What did we think right off the bat? Our quick conversation after the movie... Uh, followed by a full show after we have a little chance to digest mm-hmm. um, and you know pick it apart. Um, you know all of our favorite scenes, favorite uh, portrayals, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're really excited about that. Um, it's going to be a Batman focused show. So excited um, next weekend. So just uh, tune in, uh, be on the lookout. Um, Colin, any closing any closing words for our uh, listeners out there? Boba. Oh, a little Cad Bane. Yeah. Little, yeah. Boba. It sounds like, Boba. when I do it, it sounds like Stitch. Boba. Boba Fett. We didn't even do our review of Boba Fett. We'll do it. We'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, look at that. Now I... Hey, we liked it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we enjoyed the show. Yeah. Uh, we'll do a, We'll do a full review. Uh, that's probably after Batman. Yeah. Um. Man, we were just talking about... And we'll get to it later. We'll get to it later. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, yeah, so if you... Uh, if you have not followed us on Instagram, go follow us at Donut Squad Radio, all one word, uh, just to keep up with any updates that we have, any news. Um, we'll usually just be posting when we're recording and when our episodes are releasing. Um, there you can also find a link to our YouTube page, um, also titled Donut Squad Radio. Please, if you're listening, you like what you're listening to, hit the subscribe button so we know uh, you're out there leave some mm-hmm. comments um any requests you have any you know anything you can think of you want to hear us talk about we are happy to take requests if you want to send us bagels send um, us some bagels just reach out um and we'll provide you with our PO box yeah please <laughs> um but um that is a wrap for episode 2 so from Donut Squad Radio I'm Adrian And I'm Colin. And have a good rest of your day slash night slash anything else. Thank you very much. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys.